we all use the word Filipino or Filipina to denote our nationality. But there's a new word in town, or to be precise, there's an old word that's been resurrected. It is Philippines, and it has opened up a discourse on defining what it is to be a Filipino. I am JC Gotinga, by the way, and this is Love of Country, a Rappler podcast that aims to talk about patriotism and how we Filipinos express our patriotism. Actually, there are two documented uh, pronunciations of the word. So it seems that online dictionaries are already entertaining the possibility that people pronounce it as Philippines or Makakasama natin sa araw na ito si Vincent Christopher Santiago. He's a professor of linguistics at the University of the Philippines College of Social Sciences and Philosophy. What does this mean, Vinci? Bakit bakit lumabas? Kailan lumabas itong term na ito? Anong ibig sabihin nito? Anong gusto nitong iparating? Okay. So, already a lot of commentaries have been put out, especially in social media and in uh, different media outlets, historicizing that Philippines is a 1970s neologism. So, ang neologism, yung tinatawag nating mga coinages or new words that are created to fit certain concepts or new parts of our experience. Okay, so hindi siya bago? Hindi. Relatively hindi. 1970s pa lang, matitrace na natin yung origin noong usage of X to distance it from the strict binary signified by the A and the O ending. Yeah, 1970s pa lang. But was it here in the Philippines or somewhere else? Definitely, ito ay American phenomenon with the uh, intense multiculturalism and yung napakadalas sabihin ng pagiging melting pot of different cultures and different backgrounds of people no Estados Unidos definitely american uh, origin ang philippines or yung pinanggalingan niya na mx instead of mr or miss and as with anything relatively new was it polarizing before? Because it is kind of at least considerably polarizing now. Some people embrace it and some people detest it. Tumataas kilay ng mga ibang tao. Why fix what ain't broke? Parang ganun. May resistance sa pagbapalit sa isang bagay na matagal na natin ginagamit, which is Filipino o Filipina. So yun, uh, is it right to say that it resurfaced recently? Bakit? Kung ganun nga yung nangyari. So, what I observed noong Ito nga, nung napag-usapan natin a few moments ago na nagkaroon nga ng uh, sagutan, napakatinding sagutan at palitan ng opinion tungkol dito, uh, seems to have resurfaced. And yes, I agree with you na polarizing siya. I would like to affirm that it has been a polarizing subject because of the matters of identity and the subject of how you identify yourself as Filipino or as a part of this country, lahat yun ay parang na-touch upon or nakanti nitong bagong lumalabas at nauuso na Philippines na terminolohiya. Mukhang marami pa rin ang tumataas sa mga kilay dahil lahat naman ng uh, pagbabago sa wika, lahat ng mga 
uh, neologism, lahat ng mga innovations, especially because innovations start with a small portion of the population. It is natural to expect backlash. It is natural and it is logical outcome to expect people to resist or to be averse dito sa mga panibagong salita o panibagong mga linguistic conventions na umiistorbo o parang nag-aalis dun sa balanse, dun sa napaka-pamilyar na sa kanila. Dahil karamihan sa atin dito sa Pilipinas, sanay na sanay na gamitin yung Filipino or Filipina. The backlash against Philippines is really something that happens with almost all kinds of linguistic innovations because changes in language almost always start with a small part of the population and then sakalang siya kumakalat. Vinci, is this just about gender and cutting the binary tradition in language, at least dito sa atin sa Pilipinas, or is there more to this than just, you know, removing that binary way of thinking of our demonym? This claim, this um, concept that Filipino or Tagalog, for that matter, or our Philippine languages are gender neutral, I would like to focus or zoom in on that because that claim that the the languages here in the Philippines, indigenous languages in the Philippines are gender neutral, is only true to a certain extent. It is true that we don't have gender markings as Spanish or German or Italian or French does because the grammars of their language mark grammatical gender on their nouns uh, in special noun endings, in special verbal inflections. That's really part of the system of their language. So we are growing into this understanding that gender is not binary. Ibig sabihin kung dati, babae o lalaki, man or woman, male or female, feminine, masculine. Ngayon, we are learning, we are coming to an understanding that gender is a spectrum. It's not black or white, it's not one or the other. And there are hues and colors in between in that spectrum. And as such, itong Philippines and other gender-neutral ways of referring to ourselves, such as a demonym, uh, pagsasabi ko ano yung bansa mo, mas may acceptance sa kagad among people who do not identify with either end of the gender spectrum, kumbaga yung mga nasa gitna, the LGBTQ. So ang tanong, gaano ka-importante na maintindihan natin bakit umusbong o nag-resurge itong term, itong Philippines? And bakit importante na magkaroon tayo ng understanding? At kailangan ba mag-agree tayo dito sa, uh, sa usapin na ito? I like how you put it in the last statement na kailangan ba mag-agree? The thing is, hindi kailangan mag-agree pero kailangang magrespetuhan at kailangang kilalanin na may mga tao na talagang decision nila they are exercising their agency that they would indeed wish to identify as Philippines or as MX because they themselves as individuals do not identify with one or the other with male or female but at the same time hindi rin natin pwedeng i-impose o hindi rin nating gawing blanket generalization na asahan at ipilit na lahat ng mga tao dito sa Pilipinas ay gagamitin at dapat gamitin. Wala dapat yung salitang dapat. Dahil uh, maraming mga tao, maraming mga Pilipino, ang komportable na at sanay na doon sa Filipino or Filipina. Ngunit 
kailangan ding kilalanin at kailangan ding galangin na may mga individual at may mga komunidad sa totoo lang na nais mas gusto nila na Philippines para hindi na pumailalim dun sa napaka-strictong binary noong Philippine or Filipina. Yun yung take ko dyan. I think this touches on the recurring theme of defining quote-unquote Filipino na I think we should think of it as an ongoing project instead of finish na. Ito na ang pagiging Filipino. Kasi sa totoo lang, habang lumilipas yung panahon, habang nagbabago yung ating mga karanasan, nagkakaroon ng mga pagbabago at pag-reinvent noong kung ano man yung mga experiences natin o kung ano man yung mga, mga karanasan, maraming mga karanasan na traumatic na mga karanasan, whatever will create this thing which we call Filipinoness. Now, uh, where am I going with this? I think it is important, the call for the diaspora or the Phil-Am community, those who are uh, not of heritage na nandito sa ating bansa, sa Pilipinas, the call is for them, uh, if they wish, of course, uh, but uh, it, it would be really good if they chose to reconnect and to really be concerned with uh, the problems and the, uh, the different issues that the fill half of their identity continues to, to experience, especially now. Will this Philippines phenomenon, this Philippines idea, help to unite and create a more, a more unified uh, Filipino identity across the world? Do you think it would help? Do you think it would not help? Sa tingin mo, how, how, will, this, how will this affect that, that conversation? Okay, I think unification is a tall order. I think unification is a, a very uh, difficult concept to grapple with. But I guess acknowledgement or acceptance. Right. Each side or how many sides there are accepting one another. Is this term, this new gender-neutral demonym, going to help towards that? I certainly think so. Yeah, I think I'd agree more with acknowledgement and I mean sensitivity to differences as a matter of fact. That I think this is a step toward that and I'm just going to repeat one of my points a while ago. If there are communities and individuals who choose to identify as such, individuals and communities who are perfectly fine with the binary labels need not be offended or need not be averse to this because it's already being acknowledged and being used by uh, a considerable number of individuals and communities. Would Philippines and Pinksy promote patriotism? Makakadagdag ba siya sa pagpapatibay ng loob ng mga taong nanggaling o nagugat sa Pilipinas para tanggapin at yakapin yung fact na sila ay ito, Philippines, Filipino, Filipina. Talking about patriotism, it has to go beyond a simple word. It has to go beyond the nominal approach to things that I'm a Filipino, I love the Philippines. How do you show that you are a Filipino? Or how do you show that you love the Philippines? How do you enact and carry out and concretely manifest that in your decisions, in your uh, statements, especially online, in uh, the way that you educate yourself with the things that are happening 
here in the Philippines, mas matimbang para sa akin kung usapang patriotism. Yung mga bagay na yun. But put putting a name to it, a name that those who do not fall within the binary definition, giving them a name that they can, kung ayaw nila matawag na Pilipino, ayaw nila, ayaw nila matawag na Pilipina, would giving them this, Philippines or Pinksy, giving them a name, kahit dun man lang, not looking into what will happen next. Is there value to that? Is that going to help them towards patriotism, you think? I do think so. Yeah, it's a positive step. And it's uh, something that will push them in the right di- in the right direction. Of course, if they choose to. And if they consciously work toward that goal. All right, Vinci, thank you very much for your thoughts. Yes, thank you, JC. Thank you so much. This has been Love of Country. Listen to Rappler Podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Once again, I'm JC Gutinga. Keep safe, keep well, and have a good day. Next time, wag niya kung pariginigin ng revolusyon. Naku, Diyos ko. Yan ang mas delikado sa COVID. Eh, kung mag-revolusyon kayo, you will give me the free ticket to stage a counter-revolution. How I wish you would do it. Don't understand what President Rodrigo Duterte is saying? Want to know the story behind his words? Listen to Seat of Power, Rappler's political podcast about the Duterte presidency. Hosted by me, P. Renada, Rappler's Malacanang Beat Reporter. May a lot of people, but not much a lot, but I know that there are some people who would happily use I'm Polyamorous label to basically justify anything, mm-hmm. to justify sleeping around, to justify not committing, but that flies in the face naman of how we see it. It's my choice not to be a mother, but I'm not, it's not dissing on, mothers, dissing yeah. on motherhood, uh, on parenthood. Like purely person-to-person basis. Uh-oh. I'm Marguerite Leon, host of Rappler's I've Got an Opinion, where I speak to ordinary people who have a lot to say about extraordinary issues. Listen in every other Wednesday at 8 p.m. on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. When we first started this company, a lot of important people told me that I was going to fail. And uh, it was my girlfriend who said, why don't you try the streaming thing? Give yourself time. I broke even by like six, seven months. You'll never know until you try. Who knows? You could be the future of radio. I'm Powie, host of Hustles Inside the Industry, where we interview creative, enterprising, and passionate professionals on what it means to build a fulfilling career. For your weekly dose of inspiration, subscribe to Inside the Industry every Hustle Monday on Rappler Podcasts.